Welcome to The Approach Shot, the golf show that's more laughs than links, more stories than strokes, more guffaws than golfers. Here are the hosts of The Approach Shot, John Ashton and Neil Michaels. It is time for us, we being The Approach Shot, I being John Ashton. I being Neil Michaels. You know, I walk up to people and I introduce myself that way. They say, hey, how are you? I'm John Smith. And I go, I being Neil Michaels. <laughs> they do kind of wonder. And they all move away from him on the bench there. <laughs> <laughs> Just back away slowly. <laughs> After the show today, I am driving from here to Phoenix, which is a six-hour drive. I just love doing that. Don't you? It's just me. The wife is at home. Uh -huh. The kids and dogs and everything stay behind. And you get on the open road. And, you know, after I get through San Diego, there's literally like three or four hours driving through the desert and with an occasional truck stop in a small city here or there. But I think it's the best. You put on whatever music, you call whoever you want to, or you turn your phone off if you want to. I just, I love a road trip, man. Do you? By the time you get to Phoenix. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. You're in, you're, you're in Kentucky. You're pretty close to being a Wichita line, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> One other two. Who knew we were going to go on a Glenn Campbell rant? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> this is why we don't rehearse, folks. We just show up, and this is the kind of stuff that you get. Aren't you, you lucky? I think this only happens to oldest jockeys. Okay. There is not a phrase in the English language that you can speak that does not trigger song lyrics. Absolutely. And it drives my wife crazy. She'll <laughs> say something, and I'll just start to hum the song. And then she'll say, what are you doing? And I'll be like, well, you said this. And it made me think of this song. And she just turns and does something else. Because yeah. <laughs> she, she knows at that point, I'm not really talking to her. And a dude I worked with in, uh, in Wheeling West by God, Virginia. I said something about maybe something outrageous might happen. I forget what it was, the outrageous thing. And he just looked at me and he went, Aerosmith. And I knew exactly what he meant. I said, ah, dream on, right? Dream on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It puts us in a unique and interesting club because there will be a point when we're older and, and a nurse will come in and say something like, do you want your water now or something? And dream on, dream on, or something. And, and they'll be like, maybe he's in the wrong ward. <laughs> The wrong, the wrong hospital. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we've come up with our million dollar idea. Finally, maybe we just have a senior center for old DJs. Oh yeah, except none of them could afford to pay anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and we all have just the one thing that we know how to do. So it's not like it would be unique. We'll spin records for you at eighty five years old, <laughs> and, and tell well, stories that are uh, just a. Ted uh, made up. No, we don't exaggerate. <laughs> no, no. If I've all. told you once, I've told you a billion times. <laughs> yes, don't, exaggerate. don't exaggerate. Exactly. <laughs> you know what is not an exaggeration, my friend? What is that, sir? The fact that we have a guest today who's got a Super Bowl ring. No, he's got two, two Super Bowl rings. That's no, right. he's got 50 Super Bowl. Now, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> right. 
He's got two Super Bowl rings. And I hope to God he's wearing them because the last time we talked to somebody who had Super Bowl rings, he told us he had them put aside. Yeah. My butt. If I had a Super Bowl ring, it would be on my hand all day, every day, just so that people would say, is that a Super Bowl ring? And it just gets the whole conversation going. I would think maybe that uh, put aside might be maybe a euphemism for I pondered. I'm not sure. <laughs> not in his case. I don't think I don't think Randy Cross pawned his stuff. <laughs> I think he not. thought that there was a way that we would somehow make the ring dirty by talking about it, or yeah. maybe that we could reach through the camera and grab it from. I don't I, I don't know, but I I hope that that's not the case with today's guest, who is Mark Collins of the New York Giants. Two weeks ago, we started talking to Caldera Labs about joining us on the show and it's men's skincare and okay. guys have always sort of been like, that's a woman's thing. I think about 10 years ago, guys started realizing, Hey, you know what? Looking good is kind of a, a good thing and feeling good is kind of a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so I started using the icon because my dad had bags under his eyes and I got Samsonites right here. I mean, these aren't overnighters. These are big old Samsonites right here. And I've I've always sort of been a little bit self-conscious about it. Nobody ever comes up to you and says, hey, you got bags under your eyes. But they do say, you look tired. It's the same thing. (laughs) It's just another way of saying, you look like hell, dude. And so I started using it and it's been two weeks now. And I have to tell you, if you can see it on YouTube, my circles under my eyes have definitely been reduced. They're not nearly as puffy. I don't have the darkness under there. And you're talking about the investment of a minute in the morning and a minute at night. And literally, you take the bottle, you squeeze a teeny bit onto your finger, you roll it under your eyelid, you're actually supposed to pat it, and then over top of your eye, so on the top of the eyelid and underneath where you get the, the bags, and I can tell a difference. And we've only been doing this two weeks. Can you imagine... There's enough in here probably to last three months. So I'm going to be a new man, my friend. I am going to be a new man. And didn't you say you were using the clean slate? Yes, I've been using it all since you you harassed me into doing it. Um, (laughs) You know, then I realized that, you know, healthy living is being more important to to guys all over the place. I mean, it used to be what they they sold us soap with pumice, volcano stuff. Remember? Lava soap. Mm -hmm. Lava soup, sure. And that stuff scraped everything off your skin. It sure did. This stuff is great. I mean, it's got three things, as he said. Uh, you start with the, the base layer. It's it's a daily moisturizer. It hydrates your skin. Say, yep. Hydrates, come on. You don't need to. makes your, your skin just feel better. It does. And you feel good, as we said before. You feel good. You look good. You feel good. The clean slate. That's what you do at the end of the day. You just wash your face and it leaves it all refreshed and tight and feels great. And the uh, the serum at night that helps your skin look tighter too. The good. I mean, they've, they've got it all figured out. And then that icon, which is E-Y-E-C-O-N, not I-C-O-N. It's icon. It's an eye serum. And it does, it tightens up the skin under your eyes and your eyelids, which are what, especially when you start getting older, they get droopy, man. So, you know, and, and you just said something really interesting. It's no different than what you would normally do before you go to bed. Don't you wash your face? So. Wash it with something that's actually going to be good for your skin, yeah. not just exactly. whatever soap is lying around. Yeah. You know, this isn't this isn't 1970 anymore. Exercise is something we do. 
eating healthy is something we do. So why not wash your face with something that actually does your skin good? You know, you, you may have to compete with some room in the drawer. You know, I know my wife's got like 17 bottles of stuff. I have no idea what any of it does, but I know what <laughs> these three bottles do. And yeah. I'm using them and I've got space for them. And if you want some, I've got a deal for you. It's an exclusive offer through us. And it's the best offer available anywhere on this stuff. I you love use, that. They gave us the best offer available anywhere. They did. Use approach, which is A-P-P-R-O-A-C-H. Go to calderalab.com slash approach. Use the code approach and you'll get 20% off right now. That's right now. Well, you'll get it tomorrow too, but do it right now. Remember the old line they used to use? So you don't forget, do it before midnight tonight. That's right. Can I tell you something that's really cool? Yeah. I was looking at some of the YouTube videos of Caldera Labs uh-huh. and some of the guys there that are YouTubers and obviously are also doing this. They only had 15% off. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so See? we got a 20% off deal. We don't lie when we say it's the best deal available anywhere at calderalab.com slash approach. 20% off. Do it now because this will change the way you feel about men's skincare. Today's guest, Mark Collins of the New York Giants, and he will join us shortly. He will. Hang out. Are you listening to the Approach Shot podcast? If not, here's what you've been missing. Our guest today, Dan Marino's favorite receiver, OJ McDuffie with us. And by the way, that's on the internet. And if it's on the internet, it's obviously true. I, I put that on the internet. That's why, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> Marino's in there scratching it. <laughs> right. As was Clayton and Duper. Download an episode or two of the Approach Shot today at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. And thanks for hanging and coming back. We are the approach shot. We were when we left and we are when we came back. I am still John Ashton. And I still be Neil Michaels because <laughs> you having said that before, that will stick in my brain for the rest of the day. I'm going to walk up to people and be like, hey, how you doing? I be Neil Michaels. Okay. And our guest has joined us. <laughs> Straight from the golf course, Mark Collins, New York Giants few other teams, but the Giants is where you got the rings. So we'll just talk about the Giants for now, man. You all guys, thanks for having me. I appreciate uh, the invite. I have to tell you that the reason that John hesitated there is because he's always been a New England Patriots fan. So anytime a Giants person comes on, he twitches a little bit. Every once in a while, he'll cough in the middle of a really great story. He'll clear his throat. You know, he'll do anything to to upset a Giants. I went and I checked and I made sure you were not on the team that beat him. I'm I'm much older, but, you know, if I were John, I, I too have reservations of not, you know, having, you know, those bad vibes about the Giants too, because the Giants beat you twice. I get it. But, you know, if you didn't, have, if you guys didn't have Bill Belichick and you kept Pete Carroll, you wouldn't be talking about Super Bowl anything. So, <laughs> so. Because you got my coach, one of my coaches. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're good with that. But when I was a little, little kid, I remember one of my earliest memories. I lived in Boston, and we had three TV stations. Mm. And Sunday afternoon, CBS in New England, for some reason, was always carrying the NFL, not the AFL, 
And I sat with my grandfather and I watched the Giants every Sunday afternoon. And I'm talking the Giants with Y.A. Tittle at quarterback. And uh, what's his name, the kicker? Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. To to quote our friend Ken Harvey from way back when he said it to Uh you, were you sitting next to Jesus? Let's tell, let's remind people who Mark is because we love to to sort of go down your resume. He played 13 seasons in the NFL, mostly at cornerback, though some at safety. Two Super Bowl rings, which we are going to ask you to show us. So we're hoping you have one of them with you. I don't uh, have any. No, you, you don't I, have I, them with you. Well, they're upstairs. I'm not going to the house with a ring. Silly. <laughs> I, I thought for sure you would that that's part of your backswing. Part of the backswing is stopping oh, no. halfway up, flashing it a little bit, and then coming through. No. Well, well, well I got I got have well, let's see, I got two rings with the Giants. Uh, I got a ring with the Packers. We lost that Super Bowl. So we got an NFC Conference Championship ring. Right. Then I have two rings with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, as an ambassador, so I got I'm I'm kind of kind of like Lord of the Rings. But I don't wear those yeah. things very often. So, you know what? I could see that being like a new nickname for you, Lord of the Rings. But then you'd have to put them all on one hand and like yeah. show them. Yeah, but that 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 moniker would go to Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. That, that is true. So the two Super Bowls you won uh, were Super Bowl twenty one and twenty five. We'll talk about that in a minute. First team All Pro in nineteen ninety, UPI All NFC in nineteen ninety. Played with the Giants, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Seahawks. He had 27 career interceptions, two for touchdowns, nine forced fumbles, 11 fumble recoveries. Yeah, I got them all. I got everything in here. The most impressive thing, as far as I'm concerned, is not only did you have the 27 career interceptions, but three of them were in the playoffs, which that's, you know, that's showing up. Well, that, well, well, thank you. Well, that that's I'm just doing my job, just trying to be in the right place at the right time. You know, we had, we had, and I was very blessed to play 13 years in the league. But I tell you, those teams we had in New York, you talk to anybody who's on those those teams from 86 to pretty much 92, 91, we should have won a couple more, but we let one get away in 89. But we had great, a great coach and staff. You guys know that and do a little history. The fan base, of course, was great. And our personnel, I mean, Lawrence Taylor, Carl Banks, Harry Carson, Jim Burt, Phil Sims, Otis Anderson, Mark Bavaro, tons of, we had, a, we had a great nucleus to make a pretty good run. It felt like an all-star team now that we look back on it. I mean, I, I literally was going through the roster and all the guys you mentioned, plus we had Gary Reasons on a while yeah. back. He was mm-hmm. on the team. I mean, think about every single guy you just mentioned. In retrospect, it really did feel like every single one of those could have been in the Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, don't get Everson Walls on our 1990 team as well. We had Terry Kennard. We had a lot of great players. I don't know about an all-star team because remember, you know, I'm 59. You know, back in the day, you know, the, the 49ers were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chicago Bears were awesome. You know, we, we, had, we had some teams back there that were, they were more elegant than we were, but we worked in New York, which is, you know, still is the media mecca of the world. Mm-hmm. And we had a great coach, Bill Parcells, who pretty much um, kept us focused on on the bigger picture. And 
the guys we had on that team, the older guys, the George Martins and the Harry Carsons and the Phil Sims, they've been through the losing seasons, you know, even the LT for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And they kept things focused. We were damn good. <laughs> we were damn good. When you went to Kansas City and then subsequently to Green Bay and Seattle, which, you know, those aren't small markets, but they're certainly smaller than New York. Could you feel the difference? Was there a difference in, I, I know the media part of it is certainly different, but oh. was there a difference in the way you sort of a, approach the game? Not not the way I approach the game. I'll tell you what's different. This is funny, Mike. Because um, when I left New York for, as a free agent, I, I chose Kansas City because I'm, I'm at this point I'm chasing rings. Mm-hmm. I had two. I'm, I'm so Kansas City. They were in a NFC uh, AFC Championship game the year before. So Kansas City reached out to I me. Mean, a couple other teams reached out. So I chose Kansas City because they had a chance to go to go to a Super Bowl because they went to the AFC uh, Championship the week the um, week before and the year before and. Uh, they offered me a lot of money. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, Joe Montana called, Derek Thomas, Marcus Allen was on the team. They called. And that's okay. I'm going to give this a shot. But the biggest difference is right it was the media part. When I got drafted by the Giants from going from the L.A. area going to New York, the media was all over. Second round pick. Okay. I come from New York, come to Kansas City. We had one beat writer at the airport ready to meet me. He had the camera on his shoulder and a microphone like this ready to talk. I was going, this is it? <laughs> That's the biggest difference. As far as playing, the, I mean, the game could be played. You could play in Antarctica. The game's going to be the game. But that was yeah. the biggest difference. Were, were you more recognized by the fans in Kansas City or in smaller markets than you were out in public, like in New York City? Well, New York City. Even now, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be braggadocious, but when you play for the Giants, or the 49ers back in those days, yeah. even the Bears. We were on TV a lot. So when you're playing in New York and you're on TVs on the Thursday night, on a Sunday night, on a Monday night, well, people know you all over. So I, I still get recognized a lot flying all over the country. But that's by being in New York. Now, quite conversely, if I play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the 80s, 80s and 90s, <laughs> eh, not so much. Mark who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a bag of chips, kid. Well, yeah, it's amazing. Here, here's a funny story. I, don't, I, don't, I know we're going to get off. I'm going to get too far off a segment here. So I get drafted by the Giants from Cal State Fullerton. Gene Washington, the receiver for you know, San Francisco 49ers, Stanford alum. Well, he's doing TV work in L.A. So Gene goes, hey, I want to talk, want to, talk to somebody. I want to go to New York, blah, 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 blah. So okay, cool. So he gives me the, the number of Reggie Jackson. I call him. He's telling me how to handle the New York media, you know, the do's and don'ts, whatever. And I, I thought that was, I was so cool because, you know, Reggie and Gene are good friends from the Bay Area. That was awesome. I mean, I just heard a 22-year-old kid talking to Reggie mm-hmm. Jackson about a ha- how to handle the New York media. Yeah. That's gold. <laughs> that is gold. That's pretty cool. It also had to be pretty cool when you decided to go for the money in the ring to Kansas City that the quarterback wasn't Alex Smith. It wasn't Steve DeBerg. It was Joe freaking Montana. Yeah. And he still had gas left in the tank. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Non-attorney paid spokesperson. Could your house go into foreclosure? Are you behind on your mortgage payments? Does it seem like the bank has no interest in helping you save your home? And you feel like you have nowhere to turn for help? Then we have good news for you. Foreclosure Protection Services can help save your home as they specialize in foreclosure assistance. That's all they do. 
If you're behind on your mortgage payments, being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, or been the victim of a predatory loan, it's critical that you call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-500-2021. Their network of attorneys and their agents are available to speak to you now. If you're behind on your mortgage payments, Foreclosure Protection Services can help stop the foreclosure process. Call today before it's too late. New laws are in effect that may save your home. Call Foreclosure Protection Services now at 800-500-2021. 800-500-2021. That's 800-500-2021. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's one of the reasons I went. Where's Joe Montana? Because Joe was Joe. And Joe is Joe. Yeah. So if Joe calls you, Marcus Allen calls you, Neil Smith calls you, Derek Thomas calls you, you got to go. Right. Yep. So it was wonderful. It was great, great being his teammate. I think we finished nine and what, nine and six, nine and seven, whatever it was. Great. I mean, we had, we, had a, we had a team to do it. We didn't do it with Joe, but we did a little further with Bono the next year. But you still got the big markets. You got Chicago, New York, L.A. Now, everything's pretty much a big market with the with the, the reach of uh, streaming services. You know, the money's all is all you got, you got YouTube yep. TV, you got all this other stuff. So everybody sees everybody now. Yep. So it's, it's kind of wild. But playing with Joe and Marcus was awesome. Mark Collins is our guest and he has rings from Super Bowl XXI and XXV. See, we're multilingual. We speak Latin here too, Mark. <laughs> and we're going to talk about his golf game too in just a little bit because we want you to hang out because we're coming back. We are the approach shop. Don't you move. I want to talk to you for a minute about my second favorite topic, food. And, you know, it's getting into the fall, which means that schedules get busy. If you've got kids, you're, you're running them to school, you're running them to soccer practice, you're running them to football practice, you're running them here, you're running them there, you're doing this, you're doing that, and you still have time to go out and play some golf on your own. But what that doesn't leave a lot of time for is cooking. i give you an idea of how you can get around that. It's called HelloFresh. HelloFresh can not only feed you well, but it will save you time and it will save you money. If you do HelloFresh, you'd save about 15% over what you'd spend at the grocery store and then about 25% over what you'd spend for takeout. And then if you're doing that dashing thing, well, it's even more than that. And it's more delicious than anything you can do. I mean, you can make these at home and people are going to say, you made this? And you can say, yes. And you can say it truthfully and you can say it proudly. You can order whatever kind of food you're into, whether it be a vegetarian or paleo, or maybe you've got diabetes and you need to have a special diet like that. You can get whatever it is you need and you can order not just the chef recipes they've already picked to send you, but you can choose from like 40 different recipes every month that they have ready for you. And all the ingredients come and they're prepackaged, so you don't have to buy a whole big jar of mayonnaise to use a couple of teaspoons full. Everything you need, pre-measured, pre-packaged, all the instructions are right there. It's fall and they have some special things you can order. I couldn't choose, so I ordered them all. I ordered both the apple cider cake and the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50weekend and use the code 50weekend. You'll get 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh.com slash 50weekend and use the code 50weekend for 50% off plus free shipping. It's HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit. And thanks for coming back. We are The Approach Shot. I'm John Ashton. 
I'm Neil Michaels. And before we talk about Mark Collins's golf game, I have to ask this question because John and I talk all the time about the fact that we're old DJs. We, we were just talking in the segment before you came on about the fact that old DJs speak a certain language. Somebody will say something, will key something, and it'll ring a song in our head. So you played in Super Bowl 25, uh-huh. and Whitney Houston did the Star Spangled Banner in that Super Bowl. And to this day, it's yes. the pinnacle. It is. Yeah. It changed the way people sang the Star Spangled Banner at a Super Bowl. You were there. You're at the Super Bowl. Your head is in the game. You're ready to go out and pounce. You're ready to go out and play. Did it affect you? Oh, I think I was probably maybe 15 yards away from her on the sideline. It was really, you can feel it, put it that way. Okay. She, as we say in our in the vernacular of us older people, she sang that thing. Yeah. <laughs> she sang it. And it was beautiful. It was. it was it was awesome. It really was. That that was it, even to that point, getting to that point where uh Whitney sang the uh, national anthem, just the, the eerie part of that whole week was the cross to Gulf War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, you heard the stories. The best time to bomb America is during the Super Bowl, nobody's really watching cards. But man, we we were we felt very protected. I'm speaking from the Giants' perspective. Right. Uh, same with the Bills. So we take the bus to the stadium, and they they got they they they're sniffing out everything. With even us, you yeah. know, they're checking us for you never know. You know that that was that was kind of wild. But once we got to inside the stadium and she sung that song, oh yeah, it was time to go. <laughs> and then you had, and then you had the flyover right at the on the last note. It always amazes me how they time that so perfectly. Right, even at, even at Arrowhead, right? It's amazing that how it's all synchronized. I love that. That's awesome. I've seen videos from inside of the cockpits of those planes, and uh-huh. I mean the logistics that they go through to make sure it happens right on time. It's, I mean, it, it's awesome. It's just amazing. <laughs> it is what they do. One thing I just want to let you know, Mark. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, so Phil Sims is like you know God here. Okay, um, yeah. You know, I went to Southern High School in Louisville. He didn't go to college here, but that's okay. We can forgive him. You got to go who wants you. <laughs> that's right. They didn't want him. Yeah, they finally got smart, though. <laughs> they did want his son, but his son wouldn't come. <laughs> so, ah, see? <laughs> speaking, speaking of sons, you have a son that played in my old stomping grounds, Towson, but then he also played South Dakota State. Did he go to South Dakota first or Towson yeah. first? Well, he went to South Dakota. He graduated from t- uh, South Dakota, and uh, then he uh, then he went to Towson to get his master's. Okay. And he played one year at Towson. So he played four years at, at uh, South Dakota. Then the COVID year happened. Then he had an extra year, so he went to Towson to get his master's. Now, my youngest son, Mark Marco, is playing football at Murray State right now. Ooh, all right. Yeah, he's there playing corner down there. I watched some of the film on Mark Jr. Some of because. He's like his daddy. He can pick off a ball and and go to the house. He could play. He really he could, could play. play. But yeah, but here here's the thing. You know, football is not for everybody. Where Mark didn't get drafted, he goes, okay, I'm done. And there's no animosity. There's no, there's no hatred. He's done. He moved on. So hmm. now he's doing he's doing com- some commercials with Patrick Mahomes, and he does uh some uh, some acting stuff too. So he really moved on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it. 
let's get to that golf game because John's chomping at the bit to ask you some stuff about your golf game. I can see oh, that. sure, John. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to lie. You know I'm a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course we do. Nobody, no. nobody tells the truth about their golf game. Come no. on, man. I do. I tell the truth. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Huh? You played this morning. Yeah, we played at a Iron Horse Country Club in Leewood, Kansas. Teed up at 8 in the morning. And we finished uh, about 11.30, 12. Yeah, about 12. Yeah. Great round. I don't keep when I play with, the, with my friend Steve because I play up with them. I don't like to play way back here and then up here just too much. Yeah. So if I were to keep score, which I don't, I was probably maybe shot maybe 80, 81. But that's good enough for me. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We hear that a lot at chickendinnercasino.com because we have so many winners. That's because we have so many ways to win, including slots, blackjack, poker, and more. Of course, you can step into our sports book and bet on any sport, including college football, the NFL, and Major League Baseball, with some of the best bonuses around. But don't take my word for it. Hey, this is Ricky Williams, former Heisman Trophy winner and all-pro NFL running back. Hey, this is Ryan Sandberg, Chicago Cubs Baseball Hall of Famer, number 23 retired. Hey, guys, it's Brad Sham. I am the radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Be a winner by playing chickendinnercasino.com. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You can be a winner by playing today at chickendinnercasino.com. And our listeners get special offers. Just go to chickendinnercasino.com slash sports. That's chickendinnercasino.com slash sports, and you could be a winner winner today. People don't understand is that the average golf score is 105. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, the yeah. average the average drive, if you take all of the amateur players together, is, is 195 yards. Mm. Yeah. You know, so, so I hit it 290 off the tee on Jeff Wright. Yeah. yeah. You know. But, John, you guys know as well as I do, you can hit the ball a country mile. But yeah. if it's not straight, it don't matter. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. Right. You, you, so playing with the older guys, and I mean, these guys are in their 70s, and they're very athletic, but they, they're hitting the ball down the fairway, yeah. you know, 160, 160. What, yeah. and they're, they're, they're putting for birdies and pars. <laughs> That's and right. Like, double bogeys. That's right. They're so, they're so consistent. Yeah. And I marvel at that. So, yeah, my brother in law and I played played with this guy. We they hooked us up with him. He was probably about 82. Uh-huh. And the man never made the green in regulation, but he was always chipping, but he was so damn accurate. Yeah. That his putt was maybe three feet max. Yeah. And it's like, this guy was par and everything. And it was like, no, come on, man. You're making us look bad. I played around last week for the first time in, in a while in a, on a new course. And I was okay off the tee, especially after I'd gotten in a rhythm, fifth or sixth hole or so. But I brought my putter. My putter yes. came to play. And so I, exactly what you were just saying. I wasn't on the green in regulation. I was generally mm-hmm. on, you know. But I I did not three putt all day, yeah. That's, and I nailed a, secret, a couple man. of longer putts and ended up you know pl- playing better than I thought because my putter was there. If I had been decent off the tee, I'd have really been okay. So you know, yeah. that's that's why people play more frequently so you can get all mm-hmm. parts of your game in a rhythm. The day yeah, that yeah. all parts of your game show up at the same time is a good day. It happens so seldom, however. Right, you you are absolutely right. I, I've I've taken lessons. Uh, Dave Stockton, I take a punter lessons from Dave Stockton way back in the day. 
Well, Dave Stockton and I went to the same high school from the same area. So we used to do a charity event in San Bernardino at the Northern Air Force Base Golf Course. And I still use this putting techniques today. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. If I'm going to brag about anything, it's my putting. Okay. I can putt. <laughs> I can roll with that baby pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do that. And, and so I, I take, I, I use this, still use this technique, his strokes. Some years ago, I think I was maybe 37, 38, maybe 40. I hooked up with Butch Harmon and took some lessons with Butch for a while. And he's the one who got me my mind right. And I'm going to tell you this story. I was working with Jim Worth Financial. I was doing some financial services. And we had to deal with, to do some stuff with the NBA players in Vegas. So one of the things was go up there to his place uh, in Vegas. So I had him for about a, a week. So, <laughs> and I had to take this game very seriously. I mean, I didn't drink on the, on the course, no music, no cigars, nothing. So I'm, I'm up there and he's watching me hit the ball. And I'm, I'm, I'm hitting decent, but I'm cursing. I'm mad. And I'm not going to use the language that he uses because this is a, a, the show that it is. But if you know him, why are you bleeping and cursing? Why are you mad? He goes, I said, oh, I'm shanking ball. He goes, do you do this for a living? And I said, <laughs> and I immediately, a light bulb went up in my head. He goes, I see you, Mark. If Parcells yelling at you by getting beat deep, yeah, I, you should be mad. He goes, enjoy the game. Yeah. You don't do this for a living. And immediately after that, I swear to you, yeah. that my mindset yeah. was totally different. I wear funky clothes. I got music going. Yeah. yeah just. <laughs> you're, you're an athlete and a damn good one, but there, there are two top type, kinds of people on a golf course. There are people who look at it as a game and people who look at it as a sport. Yeah. Which are you? I, I look at it as, as a game. I can't look at it as a sport because the sport I play is not the same sport that it is. Right. So more so I look at it as an art instead of a, even instead of a, a game. Mm, it's okay. an art. This is think about this. Golf is the only sport or game that they move the pin every other day in every hole. No shots are the same. Yeah, no field is the same. No. Nothing's the same. In football, baseball, basketball, volleyball, everything is measured out the same. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Golf is the only thing. (laughs) You played uh, this course yesterday, uh, the pin placement is number one. You come back and play the next day, it's number three. They move it on you. Yep. <laughs> they don't let you get used to nothing out there. No. <laughs> no, no, you can't. But I enjoy it. I, I enjoy the hell out of it. I mean, yeah. you guys, you, you see my enthusiasm. I, I'm gonna yep. show you, I'm gonna show you my golf bag. I'm gonna hold on. Let me see if I could get if I could get this turned around. Here's my golf one of my golf bags. Custom made guilty bag. I, I have fun with this kind of stuff. That's serious when you got your name oh, on it. Oh, I have a great time. And Mark, you know, at 59, you have your name on it because it's cool. When you're 70, you have your name on it because you forget what your bag looks like. <laughs> well, I think I got both covered. I hope I make it to 79. Then I got both things covered. <laughs> you know. We hope so too. We hope to play around with you before that. <laughs> exactly. In fact, in fact, there's a, a golf course that I play up here. It's in Indiana. It uh, mm-hmm. French Lick, Indiana. Pete Ross. I'm not, I'm not Pete Ross. Pete Pete Die Course. And one of the things they do for you when you start to play is they engrave a metal map of one of their holes uh, with your name on it. And they frame it and use it as a bag tag later. That's awesome. To you yeah. when the round's over. That's but, cool. You know, for $365 a round, they should give Ooh. you something like that to go home with. 
Good Lord. But even, but even when they like, comp you, they give you that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> who who had 35 minutes into the podcast that John would say something about the Pete Dye course at French Lick? Because, <laughs> you know... Uh, I know, I know you still haven't paid for around there since you were a baby, but you know, it's know. nice to be able to get that. How about this? I'll, I'll even drop name, drop it for you. How's that? Well, thank you. You're welcome. Mark, it sounds like he's the next thing he usually does is then invite the guests to come play with him. That's what I was, that's what I was waiting for. Oh, that's waiting for Anytime, man. Anytime. You just holler, See, to okay. him, holler to me and you're in. Boom. Okay, cool. You got it. I'm All coming. Right. Don't, now, don't ever, that's, threat, don't ever threaten me with a good time because I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's now one thing is you got to drop the, the, the beer for another beverage that starts with a B because it's close to Kentucky. So it's bourbon. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe on the night. his arm. <laughs> You know, and this is all well and good because Mark likes us right now, but he might not like us so much here in a minute. Well, you know, we'll come come back with that uh, aforementioned and threatened six pack and we'll see how he fares. (laughs) We'll be right back. Don't you move. We are the approach side. You know, an awful lot of golf courses stayed open during the whole COVID thing. But it's not just golf courses. A lot of businesses worked hard to stay open. And if you're one of those companies that stayed open during COVID, I have some great news for you. Government funds are available to reward companies who stayed open during that challenging time. It's not a loan. You don't have to pay it back. Your hard work to stay open could qualify you for up to $26,000 per employee at refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. You heard that right. Up to $26,000 per employee. This program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the tax experts at refundsasap.com. You pay nothing up front. They do all the work. Then they share a percentage of the cash they get you. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans. If you have five or more employees, let refundsasap.com help you get up to $26,000 per employee. Visit refundsasap.com. That's refundsasap.com. Refundsasap.com. And we are back. I am John Ashton. I am Neil Michaels. And yes, a six-pack awaits, but not that six-pack. Now, this no. is a different kind of six-pack, Mark. This is the kind where we ask you a question, fire it off at you, and we want mm-hmm. the very first answer that comes to mind. No thinking okay. about it, no hemming and hawing, okay. because at that point, you'll hear, ah, that means we, we need an answer right now. Yeah, this Got is you. like a verbal Rorschach test. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? You got this? Ready. All right. Question one, Mark Collins, which is a bigger thrill? Holding the Super Bowl trophy or watching Mark Jr. run an interception back for a touchdown? Oh, gosh. Mark Jr. and touchdown. Yeah, Mark, Mark, my son. Well, that was easy. Question two, then. What's the most memorable shot you've hit on a golf course? A hole-in-one at, uh, what was it? I was in, oh, gosh. uh, Oh, I was up in New England area. Oh, stop it. You had a hole-in-one and you don't remember where it is? I got the shirt. Providence Country Club. What hole was it? Hole seven, hole 14, point three, 217 yards. Oh, how'd you, how did it go? How did it roll in? Did, you know, a fly or did it? I didn't see it. I'm, I'm playing golf with some guys in the, in the financial business and we're drinking beer playing, right? And I hit a, I hit a good shot and, and did a loss. We're drinking beer the whole round. It goes in. We go in. I got to buy the drinks, right? The guess who these guys start drinking. 
they start drinking all this expensive bourbon and stuff. My tab was five thousand dollars. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Let's keep this game yeah, going. Go, see, that, that's that's one of the inequities of golf, man. People should have been buying your you drink. I know. Who made that rule? Is Somebody who's never had a hole in one, obviously. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> At that point, wouldn't you rather have had it come within like a couple of inches and then just get the easy birdie? <laughs> yeah. Well, who made the to me? It's, it's like okay, why, why does the husband, why does the father have to pay for the daughter's wedding? Who made that rule up? Yeah, uh, some king back in. Why does the father? Yeah, the father has to pay for the for the wedding. I don't Clearly, get, somebody somebody who just had get, a hole in one and wants to get back it off somebody else. <laughs> Don't, Neil, don't you get me started? <laughs> sounds, sounds like th- that ship has already sailed. <laughs> oh God, that pisses me off. The, right, question, the, the question I've got is: knowing that those guys ran up your tab like that, did you ever play with them again? No, no, <laughs> no. They, they weren't even friends of mine. We, we just worked did financial work together. All right. Question three: <laughs> Assuming Bill Parcells would be your top choice, what other coach would you have wanted to play for? Bill Belichick. Ah, how come? Because Bill Belichick trusts his players like Bill Parcells trusts his players. He has com- complete confidence in his players. And a, a player loves that. Yeah. Love it. All right. I mean, the whole right. attitude of, of, you know, we hired you to do a job, do your job. Right? <laughs> do your job. That's yeah. Good. All right. Question four. And this is the debut of this question. I can't believe I've never asked this before. If you could go back in time to your playing days and have an entrance song when you ran on the field, what would it be? I would be uh, uh, Santana. I'm winning. Ooh, <laughs> that's rocking. I like yeah. that. Santana winning. Yeah. The right generation of music for us to relate to. <laughs> oh, for us old guys who get it. I've been watching too much wrestling. I love the entrance music these guys have in mm. wrestling. Oh, yeah. All right. Question Santa. five. We already know from having talked to Randy Cross a couple of weeks ago that Joe Montana is a big time prankster. Mm-hmm. But who was the biggest prankster in the Giants locker room? It, it was me. But I'll give this. No, it, it was me. Okay. The second one would have been, obviously, Stacey Robinson. He's passed away. Stacey Robinson and Stephen Baker are kind of tied. So, so you have to tell us a couple of things you've done. Well, it was in, if you read Gary Meyer, Meyer's book about what's a giant, so he called me to tell a couple of stories. This one particular one, and I know – our strength coach, Johnny Parker, he's going to call me again if he sees this. What I used to do was tie like a $100 bill or $5 bill on a, a thread, a black thread, and hide behind a, a door in a shower. And our carpet at Giant Stadium was a dark red and a dark blue. So the black thread would blend in perfectly. So I put the money down in the middle of the, uh, the floor, and Stacey Robinson would be uh, across the, uh, the room and he'll let me know if somebody's coming. So I'm, I'm behind a, a door, shower, and we had a mirror like in the top corner. So I can see who's coming. And soon Stacey goes, <clears throat> clears his throat. I watch the, the mirror and I'll pull it. As soon as they reach out for the, for the money, I pull it. <laughs> and they kind of look around. <laughs> I got par- I got parcels on it. I got le- I got uh, Johnny Parker on at least four or five times. I got so many players in that prank. It was so funny. So it's in the book. <laughs> I do a lot of I do a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. I and then I always, always took my video camera to training camp. And one one time Bill Belichick and Lamar Leachman were doing bed check. And I'll put a cup of water where the door is, so the door's ajar. <laughs> oh, and when they open it, it'll... 
I got all this stuff on videotape. I got it on tape. <laughs> I'm surprised you lasted the league for 13 years. <laughs> it's funny because you can't you can't take this stuff too seriously because he's too yeah, it was choke or something. But yeah, no, no, I'm here. I, I can tell these stories forever. We got time. <laughs> I guess that makes this one a little bit of a downer then. Um, we asked this of all of our guests on question six. Since we are the approach shot, Mark Collins, in your approach to life, what one rule do you live by? Oh, God, that's an easy one. Treat the people the way you want to be treated. That's first. Secondly, you only die once. So live every day. And I do. Mm. Amen. It does sound like you have a good time. I enjoy, you know what? I, I enjoy life. You ask anybody who know really know me or play golf with me, and I, I, I have a good in charity events. I tell everybody here, listen, we're not playing for a green jacket, we're here to have fun and raise money. And I set the rules. If we get a birdie, we're doing a shot. Mm-hmm. Nice. We we have we're, and we have a blast. It's just fun stuff. Yeah. You can't take you can't take this stuff too seriously. We're all in this thing together, this whole country, this life. We gotta treat the people right. And treat people the way you want to be treated. And I think you, we do stuff like that, the better off we'll be as a society. You ever, you ever get yourself back uh, east of the Mississippi River, man? I might get back there uh, at some point. Well, like I said, give us a holler. Absolutely. Before we let you go too much, I want to let's let's talk a little bit about two five sports. I know this is uh, near and dear to your heart. You started this, and it's a sports news and recruiting website, which is NCAA certified. How? Mm-hmm. The hell did you get the NCAA to certify anything? Well, I had to jump through a few hoops. Yeah, what we do, we give student athletes um, the platform to get sports scholarships. We created a, a mobile profile. So a, a kid, an athlete, could put their profile on, a, um, on our website or, and, and they could, it could transfer to their iPhone or iPad, and they could send that mobile profile to any college coach they want. Instead of waiting for a school to touch you to get recruited, you can be a little proactive and reach out to schools that fit your criteria on getting a scholarship. Listen, everybody can't go to the University of Kentucky. Everybody can't go to Notre Dame. There's some schools out there that need athletes that fits their right. brand, that what they want trying to do. That's a great idea, man. That's a great idea. How many schools yeah. are there and how many, you know, how many scouts are there? You just can't yeah. cover everybody the way you need to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, right. it helps the coaches yeah. out too, man. We do pretty well. If you happen to be an athlete or you're the parent of an athlete. It's two and then the word five, F-I-V-E sports.com. That's it. What you doing after the, this? I think the 19th well, hole is right behind him, isn't it? I think so. You know, me, well, me and my daughter, I'm going to take her to a, 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 a little late lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. They, they sell $2 Coors Lights. I go, right. <laughs> I'm going to go to have at least two or three $2 Coors Lights. She's going to eat some food, and then she'll drive me back home, and then I'll smoke a cigar somewhere, and then... uh see what happens after that yeah then it's tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) that does sound like heaven (laughs) does sound like heaven oh mark thanks for for jumping in and and joining us today i think that people probably really enjoyed you as much as we did and and man i i I hope people get from you that enjoying life is not a bad thing go do it Mm -hmm. and go have a good time and and be like mark collins that's it just have fun enjoy each other thanks guys Hey, thank you, Mark. And, and again, man, we got to play some golf. It'll be fun. We'll, Trust me. We'll make it happen. We have, the same, atti- have the same attitude. <laughs> All right. Mark, thanks a lot, man. And, and good luck. And uh, you guys hang out because we'll be right back. Winner, winner.
Chicken Dinner. We hear that a lot at ChickenDinnerCasino.com because we have so many winners. That's because we have so many ways to win, including slots, blackjack, poker, and more. Of course, you can step into our sports book and bet on any sport, including college football, the NFL, and Major League Baseball, with some of the best bonuses around. But don't take my word for it. Hey, this is Ricky Williams, former Heisman Trophy winner and all-pro NFL running back. Hey, this is Ryan Sandberg, Chicago Cubs Baseball Hall of Famer, number 23 retired. Hey, guys, it's Brad Sham. I am the radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Be a winner by playing chickendinnercasino.com. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You can be a winner by playing today at chickendinnercasino.com. And our listeners get special offers. Just go to chickendinnercasino.com slash sports. That's chickendinnercasino.com slash sports, and you could be a winner winner today. And welcome back to the Approach Shots. I'm John Ashton. I'm Neil Michaels. That was fun. It was fun, man. And, and again, another guy with a hole in one. When I hear 217 yard par three, I think he had to have hit that ball. Because as, as you said, Mm-hmm. average drive is 160 yards 190 yards 190 yeah. yards so yeah. he had to have hit it that far yeah. exactly where he needed to and gotten the roll that he needed yeah and again he, like he said he couldn't see it couldn't see it <laughs> right when my brother-in-law hit his same thing about 190 yard par three over the water kind mm-hmm. of thing and it was an elevated tee and he couldn't see it he saw where it hit but he couldn't see yeah. anything after that yeah that kind of sucks because it's like if you're going to have one, you'd like to see it go in. But I think it's probably just as much fun if somebody else saw it go in and goes, yeah. Whoa, you know, for yeah, you. And they tell you about it. But that whole tradition of having to buy drinks for everybody. Again, that is that is something that was started by somebody who had never in their life gotten a hole in one and was just pissed off about it. Right. And, exactly. And exactly. wanted to say, you know, well, if you're going to get a hole in one and come in here and start bragging about it, you're going to at least give me a drink to drink while I'm doing it. That's probably to listen how. to you brag. I'm you've got to buy me a drink. Got to buy me a drink. So I have to listen to it. That's probably yep. it. The fact that that he had people that ran up his bar tab to five thousand dollars. That's just taking advantage, man. That's taking it way too far. He played for the Giants. He's he's rich. We'll just drink the good stuff. Yeah, but because you know, you clearly know what his financial situation is. Exactly. But, and, and both talk to people that are like, Yeah, I ended up having a five hundred dollar bar tab. Yeah, I ended up yeah. nobody wants that. Nobody wants no. it to to you know, you go home to the to the to the wife or, or husband and say, How'd your golf game go, honey? And they say, Well, good news and bad news. The good news is I had a hole in one. Hey, that's great. The bad news is, you know, we got to sell the car because we can't afford to live because I had a $5,000 bar tab. I had to sell the house to (laughs) cover my bar tab. We've got 24 hours to move. Let me tell you an even sadder story, man. And this will teach there's a moral lesson here. All right. Two old dudes were playing. I, I, I know one of the guys and they were playing and they had a regular game all the time. And this one guy, a par three, and it was one of those over the hill kind of par three. So it's, Mm -hmm. you can see the flag, but you can't see the surface of the green. So he hit a shot. They walk up to the green, can't find his ball anywhere. You know, he tracked it, said it should be right around here somewhere. And he was looking and looking in the rough around the green and on the apron and stuff. And finally, he just dropped the ball out of his pocket. You know, that little surreptitious. Oh, I found it. <laughs> kind of thing. 
Okay. It's never happened before. But while he was looking, my buddy that I knew went over to pull the pin and the guy's ball was in the hole. Oh. So <laughs> not only did he no longer be able to brag about his hole in one, but everybody in the group know he just outright cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's a great story. How do yeah. you do you right? You can't brag about your hole in one because you just oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, when when I was playing last week, I I there was a, a 158 yard or so par 3. It's an executive course, and I hit one and I could not find my ball. And I remember you saying a couple of weeks ago, before you think you have to drop somewhere, check to see if it's in the hole. Because it could be, and it was tracking like it might have. And I looked over, and I actually uh, play. I was playing by myself, which sucks because if it had actually happened, no one would have seen it, and (laughs) and it wasn't there. It was in the rough grass that was next to the green. (laughs) It still parred the hole, but it's not the same. (laughs) Yeah, not the same at all. But again, playing playing alone, it's dangerous because I I know that that's what's going to happen. I'm going to be alone someday, and I'm going to hit a beautiful shot, and it's going to go in. I'm going to have an ace, and nobody will believe it. But as we just talked about, you can take a picture of it and the people who know you will believe you and you won't have to buy a drink for anyone. For anybody. That's perfect. Wise, you get a hole, you get a hole in one when you're playing alone. Don't run into the clubhouse when you're done going, hey, I, I, I aced number seven. Because right. then, Don't do that because there will be an awful lot of people who become your friends really quickly. Uh, uh, well, it was great talking with Mark and we have um, yet another illustrious guest for next week. You want me to tell you who it is? Sure. I'm not going to do that. You know better than that. Come on. (laughs) I was thinking maybe if I just sounded excited enough. (laughs) I will tell you, every guest that we've had since the beginning has been somebody that we've enjoyed. And it seems to be that we keep getting better and better and better. And that's not to say the people at the beginning weren't great as they were. But some of the people that we're going to have on this month are raising the bar. That's all I have to say. They are raising the bar. In fact, we found them in the bar. That's that's exactly right. (laughs) And I have to tell you, it's really kind of weird because we had Gary Reasons on. We've had Mark on. I've been talking to some of the other players from the Giants, and it turns out that they played at the same time. We can't make it like all the Giants or all the Red Sox or all the Patriots. We're spreading it out for everybody. So I got to tell you, every once in a while, it's a little weird that it's like, oh, look, this guy. Oh, he played on the same team of a guy we had on two weeks ago. We're going to see you again next week. We hope um, we ask you if you would download some of our previous shows, take a listen to some of the stuff. Everything is now loaded up on all of the places that you would find our podcast. So Apple, and Spotify and places yep. like that. Do subscribe if you would. And if you're, if you've got the time and you're so inclined, give us a review, five-star review. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, it, it all matters because we uh, we really appreciate listening week after week. I'm John Ashton. I'm Neil Michaels. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining us on The Approach Shot. You've been listening to The Approach Shot with the Weekend Golf Guys. If you like this week's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. <laughs>